All right, welcome everybody to another edition of the Arabipa Riots podcast. Um, we are doing the uh, Mid Insomniac series edition today. I've got with uh, with us today is uh, Marion Shoyu and uh, Robert Cogburn again. Uh, they're going to be our Insomniac crew for the uh, the whole summer. Um, welcome, guys. Welcome back. Thank you, um, Marion. Welcome back to the states. I know you had a, a nice little trip out of uh, the country there recently. Um, I'm just going to put it out here at the top of the podcast. You missed the last race. I know. <laughs> But don't worry, uh, you're, uh, you're still doing pretty well in the series standing. So um, getting into it with the, uh, the races, though, what have, uh, uh, we've had four races so far. Um, and what do you guys think so far of uh, the, we've got new courses, um, we've had new categories added. Um, give me your thoughts, Robert, I'll let you go first since uh, you haven't missed any races yet. Um, I would say Santan was uh, a huge turnout. Yes. Obviously, we had a huge, huge turnout. A lot of foundry kids, obviously. Um, sure. Race as expected. I mean, yep. it's our home track, obviously, so so everything worked as well right. as I thought it would. Um, and what was our second one? The that was Adrenaline. Adrenaline. I was at uh, McDowell. At McDowell. Um, same thing. I think it was um, we had the state championships the following day there, so, the, so yes. the, the crowd wasn't as big, but still a great course, fast track, obviously. Um, yep. um, so that was a good one. And then... Um, what was the third one? Hypnosis. Hypnosis. That's Australia. Australia. Yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> so yes, right, so, we all need some so, so so Australia. Yes, Australia. We did a new course out there. Uh, many of us had no idea that course existed. Um, right. Much better than the, the Australia everybody knows of. Uh, yeah, awesome course. Uh, can't wait to race that one again. And then of course we just finished up at Usury, which uh, you know for a lot of us is kind of our home track as well. A lot of us ride there. Uh, huge turnout. Um, lots of lots of new faces. Uh, and a lot of the categories were stacked with a lot of fast racers. So, yeah, it's been yeah. it's been good so far. Good for me, at least. Excellent. Excellent. From your perspective? Well, that's the one I missed. I was not usury, but uh, I would say the one at McDowell is one of my favorite courses. I really enjoyed this one. Uh, and then also really enjoyed uh, discovering those new trails uh, at Istria because we're so used to racing the, the comp loop. Uh, that, was, that was refreshing, uh, even though I only did I was pretty tired. I only did two loops, uh, but really, really enjoyed those two loops. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Um, shout out to uh, Brian and the West Valley Trail Alliance. They helped us uh, put that course together. Um, they've been working quite a bit with uh, the Rangers at Australia. Um, and hopefully next step uh, or one of the next steps on their their list is to uh, work on those contracts, too. So maybe in the future we go back to the contracts if they uh, do get cleaned up and made a, a little bit more fun to, uh, to race. But yeah, I thought so too. I mean, I, I rode that course many times trying to get the right, the right loop, right for, uh, for the, for the race. And, uh, it definitely, uh, made a difference, uh, over the, the comp loops from before. Awesome. Um, in that case, since we're, uh, catch, catching up now to what we had, I wanted to, uh, to kind of s- jump right into the, uh, ins- insomnia, excuse me, course standing. So I'm going to give you guys that you guys can look at it as well. And then here is our men's standings, single lap, three hour and six hour kind of stacked on top of each other as they, as they are. I think we need a lot more women in these races. Well, I think that's a, that's a very good, <laughs> very good, uh, uh, comment. Yes. You need four races minimum to, to qualify for the, um, insomniac, uh, points for this championship series. So right now, uh, for those that you'll see that are highlighted in yellow, those folks only have two, which means they need to race the last two races. If they don't come out to Vertigo at the, the next race, they're going to be off the boards entirely. So that you'll see that those uh, those numbers are going to crunch down quite a bit if we don't see some of them come out. 
Um, the ones that are highlighted in green are the ones who are um, um, registered for Vertigo. So for some of those are uh, you know already three and four, uh, whatnot races deep. Some of them are in that two race category. So there are some that will be um, hitting that number three at least and, and still have a, a chance. And there will be some that if they don't come out, will uh, um, will drop off the boards. Um, I'll go to uh, Marianne first. Um, your comment on the women. Um, what do you think of the? Uh, uh, I don't know if you know any of the women in the uh, the one loop category or not. Um, uh, not necessarily, okay. but uh, it, it's a good start. There's six of them. Um, hope they all come out to race the next one. Yeah, we've got definitely uh, a couple there, and obviously uh, your your uh, opponent in the the three hour <laughs> is out there too, Angela. Um, she uh, she has to hit this one if she's in that that uh, two race only category, but she's registered for her to go, so she's going to have at least a, at least a chance to stay in it. Um, and the the numbers, are, I mean, if you look at the points too, in the in the women, you know, they're uh, starting with that single loop category, that single loop group. Um, you know, there's Kayla's up there at the top, but she's not unreachable, right, by any of the any of the others. So if they do come out and, and uh, hit up those points, there's a it's still kind of anyone's ball game. Should uh, should Kayla have a, a, a poor race coming up here? So yeah, definitely some uh, opportunity for some of these uh, um, standings to change before the end. Robert, what do you think of the men? Um, well, I know a handful of the folks, obviously, in the one lap, which, you know, just I've met a, f a handful of sure. you know, new riders and stuff in racing that category. So, yeah, um, it, when I was thinking about it originally, I was thinking you miss one race and you could get leapfrog pretty quick. Absolutely. Um, so for me, I, I'll end up doing the entire series, obviously. But, yeah, that, that always plays in the back of my mind. It's like, wow, one bad race or, or I just don't sign up or something. Yeah, you could you could be... You know, go to second just that fast. So, yep. um, yeah, uh, the, obviously the, the, the one lap has been, the, you know, I think one, two, and three have been that way every single race. And then, um, yeah, I got uh, one one buddy in the uh, three-hour, uh, Justin. Okay. Uh, he's, he's, I think he's been holding right around second, third for most of those races. And then uh, in the six-hour solo, Steve Carlson is one of my teammates. Um and I think that one's been a, an interesting one because I think the the six hour solo category, um, it's almost had a new winner every race or yeah. or different different you know men are jumping in those categories. So that one's an interesting one for sure. But yeah, there's 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 quite a few tight races there. Yeah, to 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 your last point that you're uh, making um, before I cleaned this up after the the last race after uh, Stunner, um, we still had a lot of people who had just done one race or something like that. So my you know the the standings looked like this because everybody was still right. uh, uh, still possible, um, and then those who didn't come out to Stunner and it only had one were automatically eliminated after that point. Um, so yeah, the, that six hour actually had quite a few more uh, names on it, um, but again, uh, there a lot of them were just one time racers they might have you know placed you know even podiumed um but because they haven't come out to another race right you know, those those points you know got a, were pushed off the board so right just steve and jason right now left who have at least two um and just jason right now who's uh registered so you might want to call up your friend and uh and let him know like he's uh his uh first place might be on the line here well and it's funny because steve had had, had messaged me he's like hey I'm, I'm i'm leading the six hour category and he's like now i have to sign up so i so I'm, i think he's going to but yeah he mentioned that he's like oh i'm still in the lead i gotta sign up for that thing yeah 
Um, yeah, and uh, I think looking at the other two categories, at the, at the other two groups, the single and the three-hour, um, again, you know, your top three, your top five are all pretty easily interchangeable should a, a, a bad race or someone not make it to the race or, right, right. or whatnot. So um, a lot of folks could uh, could make some changes here if, if, uh, if things don't come out the way they have been. Uh, you know, you said that the top three, uh, yourself, Brian, and Joe have ten- generally been one, two, and three, except for the last race when Joe, uh, Joe picked off second. Yeah. Um, Brian took a wrong turn and uh, wasn't able to catch back up to uh, to him to to make it. But um, yeah, it's been the three of you, right? Uh, uh, every race so far. So yeah, um, that, that, Joe that's... missed the last. He did, before yeah. Stunner. Yeah, um, it was the one the one that he he missed. But he's still right up there. He's had enough. He's qualified for yeah. so many all the way through. So yeah, it's awesome. Definitely will be interesting to see um, and and see if uh, if any uh, those guys still. I mean, you're the you you told me offline here before we started that you're you know planning on. Uh, on registering here soon for it. Um, but, uh, you know, to see if uh, Brian, Joe, or even Alex there yeah. um, is the next one down who, uh, you know, has two and he has to be out here for this one if he wants to continue on. Mm-hmm. So it'll be very interesting to see what uh, what happens after Vertigo. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, um, Mary, you missed the conversation earlier too. I was talking with Robert downstairs before we got started here and uh, something that we're trying to do this year. And um, I hope I'm not jinxing myself by putting it out on the podcast before it even happens. Um, but because we were doing the series, um, the running side of the of the company and the, and the Insomniac running series um, has done series points for a few years, um, but they've never really done anything afterwards. So we're actually trying to um, plan a uh, kind of like after series party uh, for awesome. some time in late, probably late September, early October. We'll have to figure out the you know the right timing. Um, but uh, do something with our, our friends at uh, Oso Brewery is uh, where we're looking, and uh, and kind of bring you know it'll be open invite for for both the running and the and the riding side, um, but to celebrate just a series, celebrate the the sports, celebrate each other, celebrate the summer's over, and we can actually start looking for some cool temperatures here. <laughs> Daytime riding. Daytime yeah, riding. Exactly. Yeah, don't need to burn out your lights all the time. <laughs> Um, and then hopefully that's when we'll uh, do the awards for the series too, and, and we'll have a, a kind of a special award ceremony for those who uh, who have made it all the way through, and uh, and we'll be uh, taking home a little extra bling on top of the regular bling. So, um, yeah, it'll be uh, I think it'll be fun, and uh, like I said, I hope I'm not jinxing it by uh, by saying it early and uh, putting it out there, so everyone's going to be able to, to to hear it happen, and then all of a sudden. Now it's now it has to be on, but <laughs> yeah, yeah um, that's uh, we're we're looking to do something. I think it'll be fun and a, a fun way to wrap up everything, and then look forward to um, day racing too. You know, our, uh, you just said day riding, but you know our races all flip over to uh, to daytime hours yeah. after uh, hangover in September. Um, so we'll start doing uh, day races and uh, and taking advantage of the beautiful weather that we have here in the fall and winter and, and early spring. So that'll be pretty cool. All right, uh, any last thoughts on the series before? Can I jump over? No, I mean, Robert, you better start training because you've got some serious <laughs> competition here. <laughs> yeah, the, the men's single loop is definitely the tightest, right? I mean, 400, uh, Brian's yeah. right behind you with 350, like... and Joe's right behind him with 250. So, um, yeah, certainly a, a, a certainly could be a, a completely different situation here in two weeks. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's been fun with those guys, too, because I know, you know, uh, uh, Brian asked me after the um, – the um, Australia race. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, when you get a lead like that, do you like slow down? Do you just keep going? And I said, man, I am full bore the whole way. Right. <laughs> you just never know, you know, chain problems, tire problems. I'm like, I don't look back. I just go. Right. Yep. 
Um, and then uh, Joe was telling me at, at the uh, user race, he's like, yeah, he goes, Brian and I were talking. He's like, don't let him get away. Don't let him get away. And then all of a sudden, you know, Brian takes a wrong turn and Joe was right. yelling at him and I just take <laughs> off. So so it's, it's been a fun, you know, we, after every race, we get together and talk about the race and, all yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a pretty fun one, two, three combo for us. So. Right. Nice. It's, yeah, it's good to have a good rivalry right yeah. now too. I love to, being to chased. Bounce off. Yeah. I, I, I go fast when I'm being chased. So. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Very nice. Awesome. Um, well, something else that we debuted, so the Rides debuted the uh, the series awards, right? Um, but we've also debuted the, the juniors uh, category this year. Um, and we've had, if you want to call it two, uh, kind of uh, two official juniors races. And uh, a first, the first one, which is more kind of like a, if anyone shows up, we'll kind of have you guys in your own little category and we'll figure something out. And we had a couple in that one. Um, it's grown bigger, of course, over the last couple of races. Uh, it's still kind of a work in progress. We're trying to figure out exactly what we, uh, how we want it to look, and we want to make it as, as inclusive as possible for an entire age group. Um, Robert, I know you don't have kids in uh, the category, but you coach them. I have um, lots of kids. <laughs> what, have, what have they said for those who have raced the category, and those, and and, and a lot of them raced in, in what would be considered, I guess, the adult categories prior to having a junior only. Um, have you seen any or heard any feedback from them on? Uh, on yeah, that? I, I think everything from from the the, the youth kids um they they just love the environment they all love racing right sure. they, they just love the competition part of it and then and a lot of them are racing against their friends and the kids they ride with it you know every day stuff like that um so yeah a lot of positive feedback from the youth and then um yeah anywhere from the one lap to the three hour to the six hour to the duo um yeah they uh, i think all the kids from from foundry and any other of the local you know um clubs like that they really enjoy the environment and just the racing Excellent. And I think they love the, you know, obviously the competition against, you know, their friends and, and just riding at night. And sure. Yeah. So it's all positive. Excellent. For sure. Excellent. That's great. Um, yeah. So uh, as we're, again, constantly kind of evolving it right now, we have it set as a kind of an eight to a 14 year old um, uh, age group. Um, from what I've seen, uh, the 15 and 16 year olds can pretty hold, you know, can hold themselves uh, pretty well against the adults and, and most of these laps. So, um, in fact, at the stunner race last time, our six hour was the entire podium was a 15 year old, a 16 year old and a 17 year old. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, and then number four was about four, it was 46 or 47, um, uh, Joe Tanner, um, or was it Dave Tanner? I'm sorry. I think it's Dave, 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 Dave Tanner. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, to, to the, you know, the, those older, the second half of high school age kids uh, seem to be able to hold themselves up with uh, the adults pretty well. So we're, you know, again, uh, I'm sure there's a 15 or 16 year old out there who couldn't race with the, those kids as well. Um, but we're trying to, again, we're trying to make it as like, how is it going to work where everyone has a good competition, right. um, you know, in, in there. And obviously you can't make it too easy for those who are uh, really skilled and, and too difficult for someone who just picked up a bike. Um, but uh, I think like the eight to 14 kind of seems like a good, good beginner portion, whether you're a club kid or not, um, you can kind of, you know, get in there and, and, uh, and, and, and get some good racing in. Well, and I think too, like we, we have some of those kids that are in that 12 to 13 age bracket, sure, but they know they can hang with Right, you know, a three hour this or that. So I think they've stepped out of that. Like I'm not going to race against the, the the younger kids. I'm yeah. going to step up a category. So I saw a little bit of that at Usury, which was which was great. Yeah, um, for sure. We're not going to do a whole lot of heavy policing on our side for that. Obviously, right. um, I you know I think if if yeah you know if you're a parent or you're a kid and, and you kind of know that you know they can hang with an adult, then maybe you do. I'm not going to say one way or the other. Um, but if someone comes in and you know smokes all the uh, all the other kids by you know 30 minutes, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I don't know how much fun that is 
experience for the kid either, right? right? You know, so I don't want to, I'm not going to say anything one or the other, but you know, you want it to be a a fun experience for everybody, including that person who wins, you know, you like to be chased, you know, they probably like to be chased as well, not leave everybody completely in the dust. So, um, I know the juniors one is a big one. Um, you know, again, back to the running side of our company, we've never done age groups, uh, in any uh, race or category. And so having an age group is like completely foreign to, to all of us. And we're all kind of sitting here scrambling in these, uh, uh, you know, head bashing sessions, trying to figure out what's the, the best way to do it. Um, for the next couple of races, we've made a couple of changes where a stunner, um, we did the same course. Um, they did, they did the same 10 mile loop, uh, vertigo is going to be slightly different. Um, we're going to cut it a little bit short just to, uh, to take out those back, that backside climb. Mm. Um, and then hangover, we took out the, uh, the front side, um, that really rocky climb too. So making a little bit different, they'll actually have their own course to a degree. Um, but I think, uh, it'll still be a, a fun course for, for each person, uh, to, to be out there for. Um, all right. Uh, since I mentioned it, I'll kind of jump into vertigo. So vertigo is the next race. It's out at White Tanks. Uh, it is on the 19th of August. Uh, we have a six hour uh, duo and solo. We've got a three hour and a seven mile category. Um, and of course the junior. Uh, junior is gonna be about five and a half is how we've uh, measured it so far, 5.6, I think, if you wanna be technical about it. So, um, Robert, you've got the, uh, at least last year, I, I, I did not look uh, beyond uh, last year, but yeah, you've got, of course, last year's first, uh, 2837, uh, pretty blistering. I, I thought it was course. around 28 something, yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty uh, blistering. Um, not for the nine tenths of the course, but just that last climb is, is, you know, it's a slow climb, right? You'd have to take your time and get up and around it. And if, the, if you uh, miss your footing there at the, at the uh, at couple of those turns, you know, it could be a little bit of a devastating climb right, for you. Right. Um, tell me about your, uh, your strategy for it, how you kind of look at the, that back half. Yeah. So that course there, um, like I told you before, I always try to break the course down, right? Like, right. And I, 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 I always say, you know, get to this point, get yeah. through that so so for that course there um it's pretty fast and flowy to get to the switchback climb yep and then it's just you know kind of survival mode tried and i i can normally make it up without you know tapping or anything like that so get up that climb the backside for me is a little chunky yeah and then once you get off of that then it's 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 you know nice and flowy all the way back and then it's just, to me it's get to the parking lot area okay. to finish the little tiny part and then get to the finish the so beginner loop yeah, yeah so my my big my first thought is just get to those climbs okay. as fast as i can gotcha <laughs> nice um you missed that race last year I one did. of the few i think you missed a couple of them um but you've run the i mean you've ridden the course um, tell me about your strategy. What's, uh, how do you like to, to ride it? Um, well, for me, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I really have a strategy, but, uh, <laughs> like Robert said, like you have like, you know, that milestone. So I, I've written the course at MBA, so, uh, right. they include the, the tech part. Uh, so I think it was like the first step. Um, and then obviously for this one, we would just want to get to that, that climb. And then, um, I sessioned, you know, some of the turns on, on that climb. Cause it's, it's not easy. Like it's, it's really technical and hard. And like, if you, if you take the turn the wrong way, like you're going to hike a bike <laughs> for the rest of the climb. Uh, so we're trying to, um, you know, be good there and then get to the top. And, uh, I actually really enjoyed the backside, like that descent I, I tried, we sessioned also uh, over there uh, sure. a bunch of time to kind of try to find the fastest line. Um, so it's it's a lot of fun. And then, yeah, the, the rest of it is just like hauling back um, down and uh, trying to, to make it as fast as possible. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy that course. And yes. I, I knew you'd enjoy the backside of that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like the techie, the chunky stuff. I just want yeah. to get off that and get back on the fast, <laughs> smooth stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I was out there last week um, doing uh, like kind of an early course preview and just kind of see how the, you know, how it was, uh, the conditions of the course and stuff like that. Um, I defer to you guys. You're both better riders than me no matter what. So I, I did hike a bike both times I went up the uh, the. Uh, the incline, uh, two different spots. I'm, so I can say I made it further at least one one time, but I, I screwed up the second time around. Um, I like coming down the back hill, so I'll, I'll agree with you. I do actually like having that, and I don't think I did before. So I don't know if it's uh, just a you know maturity on the bike a little bit better or whatnot. But it wasn't. Uh, I kind of disliked both both halves up and down, but I, I definitely <laughs> liked coming down both times uh, last week when I was out there. Um, there's that first turn on the first. Um, uh, switchback coming down is like a really sharp left um, that's narrow as well. And yeah. I, this is probably about the only part that I'm like, ooh, every time. Well, it's kind of dug um, out too, right? Yeah. So you kind of have to either go in that or uh, above yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, yeah. It, um, you kind of, yeah, you pick your poison on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that's after that, I'm good. It's like, and then I, like you said, it's kind of like finding that fast, that fast line yeah. that's not going to get you up and over something, rather than like cutting through in between and stuff like that. So yeah, like well, um, once you find the right line, like because some stuff is off camber too. So like once you find where you're comfortable, you can just like put in the speed. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, the one thing I haven't done aside from course marking, which is not exactly the same kind of riding, obviously, is actually ride at night. So I'm, I'm kind of interested. As, yeah. At some point, maybe I'll have to go out there at night and ride it just, to, you know, just to, to see the whole, you know, put it all together as a night ride versus, you know, course marking and stopping all the time because that one, I've, I've only ridden that course during the day. Um, okay, uh, Vertigo. Um, yeah, so you'll, have you, you haven't, did you ride Vertigo with us in previous years? I know not last year, but in uh, prior years before um, no, that? No, I don't think I've actually ridden at night. So I'm kind of like, I don't know, th that backside definitely seems a little sketchy at night. Sure. Um, but hopefully I know I know that course. And then I know you guys have like the eight station not too far. So right. <laughs> hopefully everything goes well. Yep. That's the, I guess the one good thing about that one and that you've got the eight station, you kind of can hit it both times. Yeah. So, uh, you know, not that, uh, you know, in a seven mile course, you necessarily need to stop for, for anything, nope. but it's nice to, <laughs> it's nice to be able to say, Ooh, yeah. it is there if I, if I, you know, we have a you know tire pump out there that kind of thing. For like, sure. And if it's uh, uh you know get through the technical part and then after that it's the fast and flowy and yeah. you just get you just hammer it down and, and go for it. Very cool. All right, and uh, the very last uh, race of our season is Hangover. Um, we go back to McDowell for that one. Uh, different different uh, course than uh, Adrenaline at McDowell. So we're out of the Four Peaks. Um, excuse me, we're out of the uh, Pemberton Trailhead using the Pemberton Trail. Um, one big loop, um, depending on. Or, or as many as you want, I guess you could say, right? <laughs> it's one one big loop rather than a bunch of uh, trails cobbled together is what I was, I guess, trying to go for. Um, you just go in Pemberton. Uh, we go clockwise. Um, so you get through the uh, uh, the rockier stuff uh, first, get out to the aid station. Then again, it's the flowy, uh, fun downhill all the way back. Um, Three-hour, right, as well as the, the one lap for you again this mm -hmm. year if you sign up. Oh, I will. I, I, no, <laughs> I will. Once again, you're not you're not signed up no yet. Title. <laughs> um, but for everyone else, there's a 12-hour uh, solo, trio, duo, and uh, and quad uh, team options, uh, and then six-hour uh, duo and solo. Um, and then uh, we do a one lap, and because we don't because uh, we do a two lap rather than a three-hour, um, so it's about roughly three hours. So we kind of qualify that as the same. Mm. Um, you guys are both ridden that one of course in the past um i wrote down uh marion's last year uh 251 51 42 was your time last year uh to win 
uh, your your piece, uh, first female. So uh, excellent job. So that's the, uh, the 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 number to beat. Hmm. Uh, I'll go. I'll defer to you first on this one. Uh, what are your thoughts on that chorus? What's your favorite part? Uh, what do you look out for? Um, to be honest, I don't quite remember the whole thing, but I just know I enjoyed, you know, having one big loop as opposed to having like a bunch of like seven mile loops to okay, do, sure. um, cause you can get out pretty far. Um, so yeah. And then that's also like the one that closes the series. So I'm yeah. pretty stoked for that too. Very nice. Um, to answer, um, and I probably won't have it all cause it has been a little while since I've written it, but you had the, the first, uh, the first quarter or so, which is kind of get, uh, guess it a little bit here. Um, it's kind of like it's low, it's low end. Um, you're kind of going through some washes, um, kind of like, you know, up and down, nothing too, nothing too crazy. Uh, as you get around the corner and kind of start heading into the like North and Westish of it, uh, it does get a little chunkier. There's a big kind of rocky climb. It's a slow, uh, slow climb, not like not too steep, not too, uh, um, but it's long. Um, and kind of rocky. So it's a, it's a, a little bit technical to get up there. And then once you th- get through that, um, it's a little bit of flowy kind of, again, some more washes, you're up on a couple of levees and then, uh, you eventually make it to, uh, about the midway point where the aid station is at a granite tank. Um, and then from there, it's like a smooth, I don't know, five or six miles coming straight down, um, all downhill, you know, uh, just perfectly groomed trail as if somebody went through it with a, with a broom ahead of time <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and cleared it out for you. Um, definitely a nice way to end, uh, the loop too, cause you, you put your work in early yeah. on and then you just take advantage of the, uh, of the downhill afterwards. Um, Robert to you, what about, uh, what do you look out for on this one? Um, very similar thing. So, so, um, obviously getting up that, though, that first climb, right? The Rocky climb and then yep. getting to Jack X junction. Yep. That, that's where that's my like yep. get to spot. And you climb out of that a little bit, and then, yeah, it's just flowy. Uh, and we ride McDowell enough just on the weekends and stuff, sure. just with group rides and stuff. So, um, yeah, we, we can come down Pemberton with our eyes closed, and we just know it so well. Yeah. And, and it's one of those courses where – or just trails that there's so much switchback, and you're going so fast that you just kind of get tired of doing it. <laughs> like, give me something else because it's just nonstop, it just but it's fun. Going, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, so that – yeah, same thing. Um, put in a little work in the beginning and then just – Haul ass on the Just way back. Enjoy yep. the rest of it. Yep. Yep. Um, it's a, a funny story. That was, um, I run as well as, as not everybody out there knows, but I run and ride as well. And that was my first night um, and trail race, um, not counting like high school cross country and stuff like that. So I had signed up for it. This was probably 12 years ago or 13 years ago or so. Um, but uh, yeah, I had gone out. Uh, had a, it had a different name back then. Um, but, uh, yeah, I did the, just one loop on Pemberton, uh, at night, uh, without a light. So that's, uh, that's how green I was oh, in wow. the whole, uh, <laughs> uh, the whole, uh, um, because I didn't, didn't, I just did, it didn't cross my mind that I would need one until about two hours in when all of a sudden it was dark enough that like I needed to follow the guy in front of me and stay with him or else I was going to be just out in the middle of the darkness. It's a good strategy. So yeah, it, was, it, it made me keep going at least. Nice. Um, but yeah, that was my, uh, that was my first, but I've loved Pemberton ever since. Um, and that was, that's kind of the, where I was going with it. Cause I did a couple of training runs out there in the day and then, uh, and then, yeah, I've, I've always, I've always loved doing that loop and I can do it one way or the other. I can do the, the chunky stuff on the, on the backside of it and have the, you know, the nice smooth climb, or I can do the, the chunkier stuff, uh, climbing and then have the nice smooth descent. But, um, I don't know, it's just, a, it's a good, it's a good distance for like a, you know, good workout. That's not like all day or half the day. It's a, you know, good hour or two out there and, and you can 
still make it home and have a you know the whole day in front of you and but you know know that you're like wow i did work it because that 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 long uh, that long climb will will do that to you mm. i think mine was just shy of an hour i think yeah it was probably. 59 <laughs> something he said an hour i'm more like nine <laughs> I'm, I'm more like 90 minutes i think <laughs> on it um all right well those are the two races that are left um what other thoughts do you guys have on the the series so far or coming up uh, thoughts or trepidations I mean, really enjoyed it. Um, kept me in shape through the summer, even if we were talking about that earlier. I was in France for a month, so uh, definitely had way too much teas and croissants. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's a nice series. Uh, you get out of the heat for a little bit, and you know you can camp, um, be with your friends. I think it's a really good format. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, it does. It, it keeps us all going because, you know, you're either up at 4 a.m. or you're going out at 8 p.m., 7 p.m. to uh, to get mm-hmm. in a ride. And uh, if you didn't have these races, you know, I'd be probably doing the same thing, you know, sitting at home and, and, and watching a little bit too much television or yep. whatnot, too. But, um, you know, I have to uh, uh, check out all these courses for you. So that makes me have to go out there, too, there and, and do it. So um, whether or not it's uh, just a fun ride or, you know, like a work ride, quote unquote, um, you know, I'm out there and it's, it's something that I wouldn't have been doing otherwise. So it's definitely good to kind of keep us going in, in this uh, in this type of heat. Um, last thoughts? Um, yeah, the series, um, I, I think it's, for me, it's going as planned. I, I definitely like the points thing because it does kind of keep you from, like I said, not just, you know, like some, like some of the folks you pointed out, did maybe didn't a, a race or two races. You know, if you want to go yep. for that points championship, I guess, a series championship, it, it kind of keeps you engaged and, and you want to do all of them. And then I think um, just with, with no other races going on right now, right, for the kids, right? you know, for all the kids that we coach and stuff, it keeps them you know, busy and 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 uh, keeps them on their bikes and on the trails. But no, I think so far, um, yeah, everything's gone and gone as as planned, and it's always a good environment, yeah. good music, good food. Yeah, I think everyone's having a good time. Great. Yeah, shout out to the aid stations. Like you guys have the best aid stations. Love it. Yep. Love it. Um, yeah, actually, in fact, uh, I'll, I'll add my own uh, last thought in here, too, because it was one that crossed my mind as you were talking and, and uh, not by anything that you were saying, just something totally different. Um, but it, kind of in the sense of like, you know, it's going to grow, right? The series is going to grow. And the more we talk about it and if, if we can get this party off the ground and have something that's a little bit memorable, um, you know, put it out on, on Instagram or whatnot, too, so that, you know, some folks can see it and like, oh, I should have done more than yeah, one or exactly. two. I should do three or four next mm-hmm. year and, and really get, you know, hey, my name was on there at one point and darn it, you know, I, I lift, you know, I, I skipped two races and now it's not. Um, uh, I was going to ask you guys about the, the media. So I don't know if you uh, paid attention to the first three races where we did have media teams out there, uh, Jamil and Enzo and some others were out doing still photography and video. Did you happen to follow up on uh, any of the things that came out on, on YouTube or on our social pages uh, from that? Did you happen to see any I of mean, that? I mean, follow, I follow you guys both on Instagram and, and Facebook. Um, and the things that I saw, which was kind of cool, and I, you know, obviously when you see yourself or something, it's kind of neat. <laughs> um, but some of the drone footage sure. uh, was pretty cool, um, especially at night because you just see lights and, and you guys like show the beginning of the race. And I kind of take off, and then you get an aerial view, and you just see the lights start breaking away, and you see like where you start breaking away from the crowd and stuff. Yep. So it's kind of neat to see that. Yep. Um, I think that's another an, a 
brought it up because I think it's another aspect that, you know, we can, uh, you know, now show in other people as well. It's like, you know, it's it's not just a race, right? You know, we do have like, it is a, like, it's a party, right? Yeah. It's a party out there and, and, you know, we have fun and, um, you know, some of those uh, shots, you know, when they put them all together into a, a two or three minute reel, uh, it really just shows, you know, like a, in, in that three minutes, you know, like everything that we have, there's a shot from the aid station, there's a shot of, you know, our leaders taking off, there's fun stuff happening at the, uh, at the uh, start and the finish line and stuff like that. So, uh, keeping it uh, keeping it fun, keeping it competitive, um, and then and just you know making it a, a a good time for everyone who comes out. Well, and I think something, and you had mentioned this a, a few races ago to me. I, I really enjoy what you guys have done with the environment, where you're making it more of a village, mm. right? Mm. Trying to keep yeah. everyone together rather than having you guys do your thing over here, and people are setting up over here and setting up over here. I mean, everyone's kind of setting up in the same area, so you're you're just with everybody the, the entire time. And I I, I like I think it's cool. Yeah. I think it's cool you guys are trying to do that. So yeah, each uh, each race I think we've gotten a little bit better. Again, you know, kind of evolving, mm-hmm. um, trying to figure out, uh, like you said, you know, how do we get everybody to be together, but not in the way, not in the way of each other, not in, in on the course and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, try to invite more, uh, you know, vendors or sponsors who want to come out to these races as well. Um, and again, you know, where do we put them? Where they, you know, are in the center of everything, but not in the way or right. you know, that kind of thing where they feel like they're like, wow, I could be trampled or that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been a conscious effort. Um, and then I think, uh, you know, to, uh, to you guys as well point, um, having the teams out there is something that's a little bit different for us from the running side of things that we've had all this experience with for all these years, because, um, we generally don't have relays, um, which means you don't have teams. So you don't have large right. tents and large people, you know, a large groups amount of people coming out. If they are, they're all just friends who come and hang out anyway. But it's not like a organized group that is like, you know, hanging out and, you know, half the people are, are out right on their race on their lap and the other half are waiting for their bus to get the crew and the supporters. So that's a right. totally different thing for us. Right. Um, and I think it was sinister when you guys brought your team tent the first time. Yeah. And uh, we saw what could be right um you guys were the only ones with the tent i think that at that race but you're not the only team out there you're not the only team with a tent so we're like we need to you know rethink our whole little start finish little little village right Um, we need to expand it we need to make this a little bit more comprehensive and and make room for for that kind of thing so that we can uh, be as welcoming for all of you coming in and still for like that one single rider, you know, isn't completely overwhelmed. You know, they've got a space for that. You know, they right. might be a 12 hour soloist. They need a chair and a cooler and, and whatnot. Right. So they need to have their space too, just like you might have for, you know, your 20 or 30 teammates uh, in, in the tent and the, and the chairs and whatnot too. So uh, definitely something that we've had to uh, look at and again, you know, evolve as we go and kind of figure out where the, uh, where it's going to fit, how right. all the pieces will fit. It's been cool though. It's been fun. I mean, just, you know, seeing from pictures from last year and, and years before, uh, to what you know we're doing now and you know we keep you know records and, and site maps and everything so you can kind of look at how everything was spread out and it's getting closer and it's getting you know in, into this like you said a village like a, a, a true village of uh, of uh, merry folk yeah yeah no, it's, it's neat yep yeah you, you guys definitely have a really good vision for for these years so I'm excited to see you know how it evolves and how it grows Definitely. Um, I mean, we've had uh, six races or we'll have six races this year. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll come back even stronger next year with, you know, uh, some ideas in the off season. Um, I won't, I won't spill any of the uh, secrets yet. I already spoke, I, I spilled the one for Oso, um, but we, we've got some, uh, some really fun ideas for the two fall, uh, the fall slash winter races that are November, December coming up. So there's going to be some really fun stuff uh, going there. And that's, uh, I'm really excited to hopefully soon announce start some of that too, to 
again, kind of build on the excitement of the race day, you know, not just going out there and racing whatever the course is, but like having the, uh, the event as, as, a, as a bigger and more uh, fulfilling event for everybody, including our spectators, including our, our crew and all that stuff too. So we've got some really cool ideas coming up for that too. Cool. I'm not sure when we'll do it, but we'll, uh, we'll <laughs> announce it soon. Uh, probably on one of these kind of podcasts. There you actually. go. All right. Um, I said it once before. Any other uh, last thoughts? No, I think um, I really like the point system this year. I hope it incentivizes other people that just, you know, sign up the, for the whole thing because then again, it's not super expensive. Like it's those races are really affordable. And right. if you sign up for all six of them, it's it's a really good deal. And then you get to race throughout the summer. So yeah. uh, it's a good good way to get out there. Yep. Sign up early. It's cheaper. Yep. Yep, let everyone know. Early bird. And for <laughs> the record, uh, for the record, like you said, I haven't signed up, so I am one of those people, and I do it with just about every race. Is I will wait and wait and keep refreshing, seeing who's signing up, who's signing up, what category. Yep. Um, a big thing for me, like I was telling Aaron earlier, I, I I have never liked to race against my teammates. I always feel like I'm taking a spot from you, you're taking a spot from me. So I kind of s- look and see where everybody kind of places themselves, and then I'll jump into whatever category, <laughs> you know, they're not racing. So for the big Woody coming up. Right. Um, I'm I'm waiting to see where everybody lands and then and jump in that Take one. That so spot. I am I, I will sit there and and, and Strava stock people, <laughs> see who you are, what yeah, you're all about before, be, be, before I jump in there. I am. I put a lot <laughs> yep. of effort into this, but excellent, very nice. Yeah, um, that's definitely something that uh, we can uh, let everyone know. You know, if you if you do it early, it's uh, it gets cheaper because it gets uh, the way the the matrix works. It gets a little bit more expensive every uh, four to six weeks or so. So. Um, and definitely a little incentive for the, for the, uh, uh, series as a whole too, whether you do it as, you know, one or two races or you do the whole thing. It's a, it's I, for me, I, I know for me, like having the mental clarity of like, all right, I've got these six on the board. Like I yep. need to get ready for them versus just one. And who knows what's going to happen for the rest of the summer or the rest of the year. Right. Um, I like to have my, my whole calendar planned out, I guess. Excellent. Well, uh, will you guys come back again at the end? We'll do a, a wrap-up podcast uh, probably sometime, uh, well, obviously after Hangover, but it's sometime maybe around that party if we can get it going. Um, we'll do another kind of whole series wrap-up, talk about everything, talk about the final the final standings and, uh, and see where everything lands. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, as uh, I had said earlier, we do have two races left in the Insomniac series. Uh, Vertigo Night Rides is on August 19th. Uh, Hangover follows on uh, September 16th. Uh, we do Monday night group rides at uh, South Mountain at 6.30 p.m. every Monday night. So it's a, it's a fun no-drop kind of ride. Just come out and, uh, and ride for about an hour, and we do a, a social Afterwards, uh, the first ride, or rather the first week of every month, we do a, a giveaway too. So we have some fun prizes, and uh, sometimes there's a race entry or two in there. So uh, you can uh, make sure that if you're going to come out to one of those, uh, make sure that's the one you come out to. <laughs> um, Robert just mentioned we do, and in addition to the last two Insomniac races, we do have the Big Woody, which is up in Flagstaff. That's on August 13th, so just around the corner. Uh, day race, not night. Um, Six-hour, 12-hour and uh, a 27 and uh, 13 and a half mile uh, categories in there. So come up, get out of the heat a different way, not at night, but uh, just uh, up in the altitude, ride under the pines with us and uh, enjoy the uh, the Big Woody. Um, we do have some other races coming up, which we'll uh, talk about on our social media and, and other podcasts to come. But uh, those are the three that are coming up next, and uh, hopefully you guys uh, can join us at them. Thank you all for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you uh, next time. <laughs>